Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox, and I'd like to welcome you to the Daily Compliance News. The Daily Compliance News is an offering of the Compliance Podcast Network. October 1, 2019, the Give Your Phone Back edition. And we'll start with uh, our lead story today, which is KPMG has told its staff to hand back their work mobile phones, as reported by the Financial Times. This is a cost-cutting move. Uh, This is in the U.K., not the United States. But the firm said in a memo that it would start collecting phones in October, the first month of its financial year. Uh, People working in non-client-facing roles and junior staff in administrative jobs will be the most effective. We'll be starting a process over the course of October to give colleagues time to make alternative plans in the event they don't already have a personal mobile phone, the memo said. Um, this, uh, there's no word, of course, whether or not that means they will have to do work on their personal phones and how much they'll be reimbursed for the time they spend at night or away from the office. Next up, from the Wall Street Journal, the UK regulator, the Financial Reporting Council, has told auditors in the United Kingdom to be tougher on going concern assessments. Uh, this uh, announcement by the FRC tightened a key accounting standard used to assess a firm's health following a string of corporate collapses in the United Kingdom. The accounting and audit sector regulator issued a revised version of an ISA UK 5-7 standard, which governs the definition of a business as a going concern that is likely going to continue operating for at least another year. Businesses are generally considered going concerns unless management intends to liquidate them or cease operations, or the entity does not have a realistic alternative to do so. So, uh, continued tightening of auditing standards in the United Kingdom uh, it's not clear how much that will affect uh, U.S. companies, but of course, if they have U.K. subsidiaries or do business with U.K. companies, that will be something to note. Next up, uh, probably belying the obvious, WeWork has withdrawn its IPO after a tumultuous month marked by the exit of the company's CEO. As reported in Bloomberg, WeWork formally withdraw the prospectus for its IPO, capping a botched fundraising effort that cost the top executive its job. The defeat places urgency on WeWork to find new sources of capital to keep the lights on. The New York-based company had a deadline for completing its successful stock listing by the end of the year in order to secure a $6 billion loan, plus an additional $3 billion in capital that WeWork would have raised in the IPO. With WeWork set to run out of cash as soon as next spring at the current pace of spending, the two co-chief executive officers who replaced Adam Newman last week are weighing possible staff cuts and divestitures. Uh, it's been previously noted and reported that the uh, Learjet is available, so if you need a flight or need a plane, call WeWork. And then finally, uh, from uh, north of the border, a Quebec court says fraud and corruption charges stays fraud and corruption charges against Frank Zampino. He is a Montreal uh, a politician who was uh, second in command at the uh, City Hall of Montreal, rather, and he had his conversations between he and his lawyer recorded by police who were investigating. The court found that to be a no-no. 
and stay the investigation. So I guess, although they don't call it this in Canada, but the Fourth Amendment does live somewhere, even if it's not inside the United States, during similar investigations. This week I premiere a new podcast on the Compliance Podcast Network. Allison Von Hooser begins Stake, a podcast on leadership. It's quite a dynamic podcast. I know you will enjoy it. Please check it out.